You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. There's nothing quite like autumn in New York, but it's not only the leaves that change. Something in the air brings out the true colors in everyone. Hello, and welcome back to Three Gossip Girls, a one... Huh? We're good? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say a One Tree Hill podcast. This is a Gossip Girl podcast. And I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we're back for another episode. Tonight we watched season two, episode seven, Chuck in Real Life. Ooh, which is a reference from Dan in Real Life. Did you ever see that movie with Steve Carell? I've never no. seen it. But it was out in this time oh my maybe gosh. a couple of years before this don't know what it's about it seemed like a saddish movie yeah so fun fact yeah no that is a fun fact this episode originally aired on october 20th of 2008 directed by tony warmby and written by len k rosenfeld the summary for this episode is Vanessa uses the scandalous picture of Catherine and Marcus to blackmail Blair into being a nicer person. So Blair seeks revenge by enticing Chuck to seduce Vanessa. Eric introduces his new boyfriend, Jonathan, to Serena and Blair. Lily and Bart throw an extravagant housewarming party and expect their children to make them proud in in front of the attending press. But a rebellious Serena is not ready to play by their rules. Meanwhile, Dan and Jenny discover a big secret that Nate has been keeping from his friends. Ooh. Oh, baby. Oh, man. This is a weird episode. It. I just felt like I emoted a lot during commentary. Yeah. And I felt lots of things, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. I felt lots of mixed weird emotions. I was like, I don't know if I should be feeling this. Yeah. I'm like excited in this part, but like weirded out in this part. Laughing we'll go at into this part. Look, definite laughing because Chuck and Blair scenes, very funny. Well, you guys can't, you, you can't disagree. You, it is very soap opera. Yeah. Before we get into the episode this week, I prepared an interesting cocktail to go with an interesting episode. Mm-hmm. I was inspired. I was, when we started this glass full of gossip segment, I went in for all of the episodes and I kind of just like made notes of what I thought would go with it going based off the summary. And so in this episode, it's kind of a bond of families, the Vander Woodsons and the Basses. So I originally wanted to do like a mixed drink that was weird combinations because they, they are a similar family, but really the dynamic is not the same. Chuck and uh, Bart have a very estranged relationship it's funny, though, because in this episode, you do learn how far from close Lily and her children are, too. So with all that being said, I saw a recipe that was called a cold brew Mai Tai. Mm. So my spin without making it alcoholic tonight was I chose cold brew. Mm-hmm. We did almond milk. Almond milk was curdled. So we did oat milk. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. It's spoiled. And to make it Mai Tai, they suggest doing a low acidic orange juice and a splash of lime. So I did that and named it Family Ties. Oh, it's so good. Got uh, myself on the back for that one. It was so good. And it's <laughs> like every week, Liz prepares the beverage. I can't wait to hear what the title, how she came <laughs> up with it, the inspiration behind it. 
And as she's preparing it, she's like, I don't know, this might taste weird. She's pouring the coffee, the orange juice. <laughs> and I'm like, this is weird. The lime. And I was like, I don't know, because we we were talking, like, we've had cold brew with lemonade in it. Yeah. We now went to CoffeeCon like four or five years yeah. ago together. And we love coffee, any type of coffee. So I was like, you know what? It can't be bad. It just might be strange. And different. And I don't find it to be all that crazy until we're getting down to the end of it now and it's more acidic more orangey and limey than it was before but I don't hate it no it was very refreshing okay I'm glad that you enjoyed it I did so I will post the recipe as always if you guys want to try this at home please do tag us because it's interesting maybe it's just a it, different spin I think it would be good for brunch yeah it would be good for brunch a refreshing but also kind of pick me up because it's cold brew right it's a lot of caffeine in there so get to the nitty gritty mm. of this episode. Mm-hmm. We open up. We're at the Vanderwoodson house. It's autumn in New York City, which is ugh, such a good time to be in it New York. Is. Right? It's so gorgeous. The leaves changing. All the leaves are orange and red. Serena comes down in a fantastic outfit and everyone's quiet. Chuck's there. Eric, Lily. And she's like, why is everyone so quiet? Bart comes in. He's back. He is back. He's back for the long haul. Yeah. Quote, unquote. And Lily mentions that they're having a housewarming event because now that Bart's home, you know, they should have a mixer. And then Eric asks if they can bring friends. And Lily says, of course, you can bring friends. No problem. Then Bart says, I'm going to lay down some family guidelines that we should abide by because now that we're a family, we need to have family time. And so Lily and him go into the rules. It's like your curfew is not, you know, you, you can't stay out past one. And every Friday night, we're going to have family dinners. And this sends Serena over the edge. She's triggered. She's like, wait, I'm sorry. She's never had to have a curfew or rules in her life. And she's not happy about it. So she storms out. Yeah, Not good. Meanwhile, we go to the Humphrey loft and Dan sees Serena, uh, sorry, not Serena, Vanessa at his house and she has all these bright yellow flyers. So he questions what, you know, what, what is this about? And apparently a bar in Brooklyn who she's friends with the owner, this is going to get teared down and she needs everyone to sign a petition to get this bar to stay open. And it's a landmark. It's a landmark. It's right. A big it's, deal. It's a lot of history in this bar. And the owner is such a nice guy. And she just wants this to stay open. It means a lot to her. So she decides that she's going to go with Dan to school. And try and get as many signatures as she possibly can. Jenny says that Eleanor has signed it. And both of her parents have signed it. So like some socialites are on there they have backing yeah yeah so they just need much more to keep this open she then stares at dan he's holding this (laughs) duffel bag an athletic bag she's like what are you doing with that he says well apparently the entire team soccer team got mono and nate would like me to be you know a fill-in for soccer and i'm just laughing because i'm like what Padge, we're all laughing and Vanessa and Jenny are laughing because yeah they're like oh you and soccer never gonna happen it's never gonna happen but he's gonna try his athletic ways yes meanwhile Serena and Eric we have a quick scene they're walking to school Serena is going off venting this is ridiculous you know when it was just the three of us we were fine and now 
every time we get she has a husband there's always something that gets riled up and we just it's i can't believe that we have to have these like rules it must be bart but eric says it's you know just i feel like it's different this time and he he feels that bart's really trying to make the family work yeah he's eric is so level-headed the most i mean i know he had ish Right. He had some issues and that was okay. Yeah. But you can see why he had those issues. No, I know. And it makes total sense. But he's really the voice of reason here. And it's amazing how he's the younger brother. Right. And he always has to like knock his sister down a few pegs. Like, you know, Serena, it's not that big of a deal. Right. Just let's just feel it out. And so she hears him. She's like, okay, I'll try. Like maybe it's such a good brother. Yeah. So cute. And she like pats him on the head. I know. We go to school. Nate is with Dan and they're talking about how the coach was impressed by Dan's skills at the tryout. Like complimenting him. Yeah. Which I was shocked at. How can Dan be good at soccer? All he does is read. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) And they run into Chuck at this point and Chuck doesn't even give Dan the time of day. He approaches Nate and says like, hey, let's let's leave whatever happened at Yale behind us. Leave this guy, your friend, Padge, in the past but Nate is not hearing it, and he just blows him off and walks away, which I was surprised. You were surprised by Nate. Yeah, he's still angry with Chuck. Yeah. But, but also now good. he has a new buddy. He's now like, he's got a new friend. Come on, Padge. A more like realistic friend for Nate. Yeah. Chuck is a, a high-maintenance friend. Oh, yeah. So just like how Blair is Serena's high-maintenance friend, and they just – it's hard for – a, a semi-normal person like Nate to deal with a person like that. But also Nate is so into that world of Chuck and Blair and yeah. Serena. So the Padge Vanessa world. He's like, oh, this is different. It's like a breath of fresh air. It is. I think it is. Less drama. Kind of. Kind of. But the drama he gets into, which we will get into, is more of just him feeling insecure and it's 100. Of being defensive. Definitely. About what Nate's personally going to. You're You're embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately after that, when Chuck walks away, Blair approaches (laughs) and mocks him for losing his friend to to Dan. Like, what an embarrassment for you. And Chuck reminds her of their history and how they used to, you know, sleep together. And he's sure that that will happen again. Blair is not so sure. He's like, we're inevitable, (laughs) Waldorf. Yeah. And so she dismisses that and says she has to attend to other um, problems at school, which just so happened to be one of her Blairites wearing tights as pants. The minions. And of course, Penelope is the head. It, yes, because when Blair is not around, she's like, I take the rule. She's like second in command. She is second in command. But she's so much nastier. Not that Blair is not nasty because she certainly can be. But Penelope is like cutthroat like. She's just more in your face abrasive where Blair is is more cunning and just don't Blair is more thought out on how she says things. And Penelope's just in your face. Yeah. She's more like witty where Penelope is just like, I'm a bitch. Totally. Vanessa approaches Blair and she's like, can I have a minute? Blair's like, like literally 60 seconds you can have. And so Vanessa says, I need help with this. I need signatures. You have the social standards. You can get all these people to sign for me. And Blair doesn't care about this. So then Vanessa blackmails her, which is so out of character for Vanessa at this point that we know of her. So 
it's it was hard for me to watch this. I was like, ugh. Yeah, come because on, Vanessa. Vanessa brings up the whole Marcus situation. Right. And she's like, we all know you broke up with Marcus, but no one knows why. Why? And so she has a picture of Marcus and his stepmom. Stepmom Catherine. Slash yeah, making out. And she's like, listen, if you don't help me, I'm going to send this picture and everybody will know. Yeah. And she's like, oh, blackmail bit is a bitch. I, I'm like on your turf now. So Blair's ultimately pissed. But like the thing is, even if this got out, and I know Blair is so insecure, it just makes the guy look like it a dick. It looks him look worse. Not yeah. her. Yeah, I agree. How would she know? You know what I mean? Like how would, to me, I'd be like, oh, well, that sucks, Blair. I can't believe that happened to you. Right. And yeah, like it probably would have been like the talk for a day and then the next day it would have been gone and Blair would have been back on top. It would have been fine. Yeah. But whatever. This is how we you know no i know right persuade and all of beings to do, to do the plans that night chuck sees serena in her bed she's reading and she's like where are you going so chuck says the, the those rules don't apply to me those rules only apply to you because you're all over the tabloids with poppy Lifton, and i'm you know i'm fine i understand how to keep my workings hush hush my dad doesn't have to worry about that he definitely has to worry about you and also bart's having these like business executives come to this housewarming party and so serena's like oh okay so this is all just to impress them it's a whole for a business it's all a business transaction he doesn't really care about my well-being or my family's so she gets pissed the next scene she Bart comes out of the elevator. Serena's walking down in this hoochie mama dress. Holy moly. And she's like, I'm going to go find the paparazzi and I hope they take all these pictures. It's going to be a scandalous night. And Bart just looks at her like, oh. And she gets in the elevator and she's like, oh, my God, I forgot underwear. I forgot, under- I forgot to put on underwear. He's probably mortified. I would be. Never say that in front of my stepdad. That's disgusting. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. We go to the Waldorf's. Chuck visits Blair. This was his house call. This was the the booty call. Yeah, yeah, because he saw Serena. That's where he had when he had to leave. He says, "I have to go. I have a house call." And you're like, "Ew!" Ew. Little do we know, it's Blair. He goes to Blair's house. She proposes that Chuck takes down Vanessa because Dan took away Nate. Therefore, Chuck should take away Dan's best friend, aka Vanessa. And she suggests that he seduce her and then destroy her. Everybody wins. Everyone wins. So, of course, Chuck is in. He's like, yeah, all right, whatever. And the other big thing is this is a true challenge because besides Blair, Vanessa loathes Chuck. She does. Not many people like Chuck. (laughs) And he knows that. So it's. It's going to be a challenge for him, but he's up for the challenge because he's Chuck Bass. Of course. And also, he says to Blair, which is disgusting, I'll just pretend that it's you. Ugh. Gross. Gross. The next day, Serena and Blair are enjoying lunch. They're waiting for Eric. And before Eric and his new beau get there, Serena brings up Chuck and Blair immediately blushes and smiles and Serena's like, oh, why are you smiling when I mention Chuck's name? And Blair's like, no reason. They have such a, a weird, twisted. weird, twisted relationship. So weird. Ugh. Yeah. Then Eric and Jonathan show up 
and he announces this is his new boyfriend and the girls are so excited of course they're gonna walk him welcome him with open arms they get to lunch they like hug and they tell the story of how they met and they also say you definitely should come to the party Yes, you should definitely come we're allowed to bring friends so and at this point eric's like totally yes jonathan's definitely coming Mm -hmm. yeah right we go back to the Humphrey loft. Jen, Jenny and Dan are talking about Dan's soccer practice and how he performed that day. And he's like, you should have seen me. I swerved right. I swerved left. And Jenny's just like rolling her eyes. But she says she's glad that he has a buddy, a guy friend, because he doesn't have many of those. And Dan's confused by this remark. And she explains that he literally only hangs out with with Vanessa and he used to hang out with Serena, which I'm like, they were dating. So of course they were hanging right. out. That's that doesn't count. It doesn't count. Like doesn't he literally count. has just Vanessa. Then Rufus throws in, well, he has Cedric and Jenny says, well, dolls don't count as friends. Right. So Rufus is not disagreeing that Dan doesn't have any guy friends. They're giving him shit. So Dan to prove them wrong decides he's going to call Nate, which was so cringe because he's trying to act cool like, hey, with his bro, lingo. You want to hook up for some soccer? Want to hook up for some soccer? <laughs> and at first I was like, please tell me this is a fake phone call. And he's just trying to it prove almo- a point. It almost, that totally would have worked just as well. Yeah. You know? Meanwhile, Vanessa meets up with Horace, who is the guy that owns this bar. And they're so impressed by the turnout because of all the signatures. And she's, wondering she's thinking that it's Blair that got all these signatures but it just so happens that at this point the limo arrives and she's like oh here you know here they are and it walks out Chuck and she's like what why what are you doing here here? disgusting ew yeah so he mentions to her that he plans on buying this bar she has doesn't want to hear anything about it yeah because he's gonna change everything and he's gonna take a yuppie a yuppie bar she said right like a hot like lounge type thing and he says no i just i'm interested but she doesn't believe it because she says i know you yeah he's like i don't think you do and while they're talking (laughs) this guy on the street that's waiting in line to get you know i guess to get in the bar or whatever the signature is i don't really know why they were all lined up there throws his slushy at chuck and chuck is immediately like taken aback like oh my god what just happened to me so everyone's laughing he decides he's embarrassed he's gonna get into the limo but makes it makes vanessa hysterical oh of course because she's like well i didn't think your outfit can get any worse (laughs) and now it did Uh, yeah at the vanderwoodsons serena arrives home confronted by lily about the night before and her behavior Serena gets so mad. She's like, he's not my father. I don't have to listen to him with these rules. But Lily says, like, a little structure could benefit you and this family, which is so true. I know. This is a really tough. We were saying this during commentary. It's a really tough situation because we see both sides. Both sides. A hundred percent. This kid has grown up not with any boundaries, being able to do whatever she pleases, not necessarily being a bad kid, but she's never had a parental figure actually reprimand her. So this is all new territory for her. It's all new territory for Lily being an actual mother figure, because as we can see and as they go into, she really has only focused her majority of her time and life around whatever man's there for that time, which is so sad. Then Serena has words against Lily saying how she was never around and that 
hurts Lily deeply. Of course. And but Serena's still so angry that she says she's not coming to this party. And she storms out. We have a quick scene where Dan is going to I guess they didn't clarify yeah, where they, they were said they were up. gonna meet in the park. Meet at the park. But, but Patch Dan thought, goes to Nate's house. Yeah, that's where he thought they were meeting. Maybe his house was on the way from the park and he's like, Oh, I'll just stop there first. We could walk together. Right. But not the case because nobody's there. There is like eviction notices, everything from the state. And so Dan realizes like, oh, shit, something's not right here. It's also completely locked. It's locked up. But Dan makes his way into the house and notices that there's just a sleeping bag there. And like his Brooks Brothers shirts folded up, thrown on the floor. And that's it. There's no electricity or anything. No, the power doesn't come on. It's awful. So Dan really puts sad. two and two together. Like, oh my God, Need has been living here this whole time. Where is his father? Where is his mother? Like, there's yeah. nobody here. Yeah. We go back to the Waldorfs and Chuck comes to Blair to tell her that the deal is off. Which Blair is like, wait, what? This is not happening. She begs him to reconsider, of course. But he feels like his efforts are not worth the payout of what could happen with this. Which so makes he's sense. out. Yeah. He's like, this, this is not a good enough deal for me. I'm not going to just torture this girl. If there's not more in it for me. So Blair comes back with, there'll be more for you if you win. And like, you get my gist kind right. of like, well, I'll make this happen for you, even though I'm repulsed by it, but I'm really not. Right. This <laughs> turns know? me on. Turns I'm me on, but turns sick. me off, but turns me on. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she seduces him. Yeah. So she reassures him that she's going to make this worth his while. And Chuck ultimately agrees to continue to play this game. We go back to the Vanderwoodsons and Vanessa's there to uh, visit Chuck to kind of tell him that they, she's gotten paperwork from his lawyers and um, she just asks, like, is this for real? But Chuck is saying, yeah, it is. And she says, well, OK, well, then I Horace wants to meet you and make sure that you're legit. So he's like, ultimately, yes, I'll go get dressed. We'll totally do this. So he's in. He's in for this. Yeah. Meanwhile... At the Waldorf's, Serena is going, she went over to vent to Blair as Blair is getting ready for the party, which she looks awesome in this dress. Yes, she does. And they reminisce about all of Lily's past relationships, all of the Klauses with the K's and the C's. The German Klaus. The Danish Klaus. It's hysterical. They're just reminiscing about how pretty much Serena and Eric, A, had to raise themselves B, were forced to go between the Archibalds and the Vanderwoodsons, you know, time and time again, while also trying to be children. Yeah. And Blair knew this. And she's like, well, you guys weren't really, you know, you thought you were keeping it a secret, but obviously it wasn't. This was a very difficult time for you and Eric, which you can tell that there's so much resentment with Serena and Lily and that whole situation. And then as Blair's getting dressed, Serena notices this dress and how fabulous it is. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous dress. She says, where did you get that? And Blair answers, oh, it was a gift from Chuck. And Serena's like, when did Chuck buy you a dress? And she answers, well, um, it was before our trip to Europe, which he didn't go out with her. But mm-hmm. so she's wearing this dress on purpose to taunt 
chakiru. But also because it makes her happy and excited. It makes her happy, right? Like, oh, I'm getting in the Chuck world again. Ex- this is exciting. Mm, right. What can happen with this? We pan to the park and Nate and Dan have wrapped up their soccer game. Dan's asking him for tricks, tips and tricks on how do you do that knee thing. <laughs> and they discuss the housewarming party. Dan had no idea about it. And Nate says, well, he's not going anyway. And so Dan's like, yeah, I'm not, you know, I didn't know anything about it. So I'm not going. Nate mentions that he would have invited him over. But the house is a mess because the house cleaner was off for the week. And he's covering himself. Right. He's he's making an excuse, even though the truth is the house is a mess. There isn't anything in the house. Right. And Padge is thinking about this and he questions where his mom is. And he says, well, I think my mom's still in the Hamptons. So I've been telling her I've been living with Chuck's, you know, just so she doesn't worry. That makes sense. Yeah. And he kind of changes the subject. He excuses himself to go get a drink. And then we have a really quick scene of Chuck going to the bar to meet with Horace. And Horace is so warm and sweet and hugs him, compliments him on his outfit. And they talk about the entire history of this bar and how many socialites actually used to go there. And Chuck just like feels at home. He's like, I really like the vibe here. I'm totally interested. So that was a quick scene. We then go to the loft at in uh, Brooklyn and Jenny is getting a call from Padge where he doesn't know what to do because he knows what he saw and Nate's not owning up to it. But Jenny says, why don't you just invite him over for chili and then we'll kind of persuade him to stay. But don't tell dad anything because he'll probably want to get involved, which oh, is so Rufus. Freak out and be like, yeah. you need to stay. This isn't OK. Yeah. Yeah. So then Dan extends this invite to Nate and Nate, of course, accepts. He's like, well, how do I say no to this invitation? And so they're going to have dinner tonight, which is great. I love this. No, I do, too. So into this. And chili, like I'm sure Rufus's chili is like, oh, it's perfection. At the Vanderwoodsons, Serena arrives home to find Jonathan there, dropping off some books. And he says, hey, have fun later. And Serena says, aren't I going to see you? But Jonathan says, well, I think your stepdad told uh, Eric that it wasn't it was just for family only. So Serena gets so upset. She's triggered. Yeah, she's triggered. And she's like, "Mm -mm, this is not happening. Yeah, because this just adds more to her fire of how she's feeling about how this is all uh, his fault. Yeah. yeah. All of his, all Bart's fault. All Bart's fault. Yeah. Yeah. If we go back to the bar, Vanessa approaches Chuck saying, are you serious about this? He claims he is. So she apologizes for misjudging him. I know. And then he's about to say something, but gets a text from Blair. I wonder what he was going to say. I think he was going to flat out tell her the deal. Yeah. He was going to say like, you know what? This started out with something, but I really truly, you know, feel something for this bar. Um, but he gets a text from Blair. How's the plan going? Yeah. Let me know the details. So he ignores it, but he invites Vanessa to come to the housewarming party. So this should be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we go to this party at the Vanderwatson house and Lily notices that Serena is actually there and she's wearing the suit. The suit that had its own seat on the plane. That Bart had purchased for her when he was overseas, mm-hmm. which she looks absolutely amazing Oh my amazing God, I in. love a pantsuit she so much. so good in this. 
And so when Lily sees her, she gets upset. But Bart immediately walks over to Serena and he compliments her on the suit. And he's so happy that she's actually there. And Serena says, well, I'm waiting for some friends. It's okay that we bring friends, right? And Bart says, of course, not a problem. So as soon as he's going to walk away, Serena says, well, why did you tell Eric that he couldn't invite Jonathan then? But Bart goes back saying, I didn't say anything of the sort. I just had a conversation with him and it was Eric's decision not to bring Jonathan. But, you know, like, Serena's and still like, what? Well, to, at this point, to be fair, I was almost feeling how Serena was feeling like, yeah, yeah right. You right. told him, of course, I don't want this at my party. And so, right. Forth. Because it was, it's very easy to be manipulated if you're, especially if you're a teenager, then it's just this person who's your stepdad. He's trying to make your world better. But right. like, if he's persuading you to do something, it's like it, to Serena, like he was, Eric was going to take his advice. Yeah. Little does she know, Later, we'll get to it, but it wasn't. It was actually his decision. It was, yeah. Meanwhile, at the party, Blair approaches Chuck. She asks for a progress report on what's happening. And he says, well, I'm actually really going to buy the bar. And Blair's like, uh, yeah, but you know, we're still planning on humiliating Vanessa. And he does say yes, but he's distracted when Vanessa walks in the door because she looks so beautiful. And Blair sees this. And Blair sees the look and immediately is like, oh, no. I know that look. That's my look. That's not happening for me. I'm not into it. We can go back to the Humphreys and sum up this little situation with Nate. The sweet dinner? Yeah. They have dinner and they finish. They discuss Nate's home life Rufus not knowing brings up well how are you living where is your mother isn't this upsetting for you and Nate says yeah well I'm living by myself but it's my childhood house so I really don't mind like all of my memories are there and it wouldn't be awkward and it makes sense for a parent to ask these but Pat Definitely. just like um in soccer right he did this really cool thing with his knees it's like <laughs> dude you're he's so awkward to change the subject because he doesn't want it to come out yeah but what would have what would have been so bad if Rufus asked and Nate does actually say like hey right I'm struggling at home I'm living by myself and but it's okay with me I mean obviously Rufus would have said like absolutely not you're gonna stay here yeah. so I guess Dan just didn't and want him to pry also does Anne not know the situation of the house in New York I don't think she cares I mean I guess she does I or she I don't ca- know. she probably knows. She and probably he was thinks like, that he's staying with, with Chuck. Chuck and he doesn't, she probably, she, she okay. assumes he's doing okay. But to him, he's like, nah, I'm not going to give up my house. That's my, I, house. That's my home. And yeah. that's where I grew up. So I, he's I don't want to leave. Into exactly. His yeah. House. Yeah. To sum up this whole situation, Nate then helps Dan clean up and they're washing dishes and Dan reveals that he knows what's going on with Nate and Nate immediately gets defensive, which I understand. Yeah, because Nate tries to leave and he's like, you don't have to go. Categories. And he's like, no, no, I got to go maybe next time. And then he tries. And then, of course, Padge is like, he's like, no, no, no. I think you should stay because I went to your place and I noticed that there were, you know, eviction notices and things like that in front 
of the house and nate is like i can't believe you did that so embarrassed he's so embarrassed he's like wait you broke into my house like this is just not okay we've only known each other for a short time we've only been friends for a short time like don't get that serious about yeah it. he's like we hung out at yale and we played soccer once yeah like calm like, down calm down like let don't try and save the day yeah and he storms out and he leaves yeah later on that night rufus and dan are hanging out he can tell that dan is upset about what happened and rufus gives him fatherly advice about you know even though your friend says they don't need your help they truly do like don't stop trying to help him and really at the end Dan does find Nate and he brings him home. So so sweet. So cute. Very glad this all worked out. Yeah, me too. Because now we know that Nate has a safe place. And he's in good good hands. At least there's heat. It's getting cold in New York. That's so true. He's going to be freezing. Yeah. We can go back to the party. Bart confronts Chuck. This scene's awful. About buying the bar behind his back and how dare you put this on, you know, uh, Bass Industries and what an embarrassment. Chuck's trying to explain how this is a good investment and not to worry. Trust him. Bart says, of course, I can't trust you. I can't trust you to do anything right and walks away. You let me down. You always let me down. And Vanessa overhears this and she later on then finds Chuck by himself. They talk about this and how she wishes you know, he had a better father and he definitely deserves more than that. But Chuck goes back at her saying, well, a lot of what he said was valid, though. Yeah. How sad. And he has made good investments and he's smart at what he does. Yeah. You know, watching the way that Bart treats Chuck and the way he's treating Serena and Eric Mm. is like, I'm so disappointed in the son I have that I am going to try. I'm going to try and make these these kids work better. Yeah. It's awful. It's so bad. And you know what? I just wish we went more into the papers that he gave Lily. We haven't come back to that. We will. I know we will. (laughs) But it's like, has there been no, we haven't seen any weirdness of that. It's like Lily's totally fine with everything that's been in motion. Right. Right. So we definitely I, I will get we're there. Back to we'll it. definitely get back to that. But right, right now they're trying to put on this facade that they're yeah. this, you know, happy go lucky family and they're trying to make it work. But, you know, Chuck is always the black sheep. Yeah. Sad. And what's funny about this whole facade thing is it's not even Bart. It it, it comes off very genuinely from yeah, Lily. It does. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not like she's being forced into it like Bart has to make this business deal and show family values. We got to put on a friendly face. Like Lily's actually into it, which makes me think like, wait, are you guys happy? I still don't know. Are you just trying to do this because you want a happy family? And to me, it seems almost like it's, it is easy for Bart to be this way too. Agreed. When he doesn't have to deal with his son. He's like, oh, two kids that aren't my blood. They're easy. I'll just, you know, try and figure this out with this woman that I do love, as he said last episode of the episode before. But yeah. he does claim to love her. So, you know, they make it work. Like it works. It just works weirdly. Yeah. Um, before uh, Vanessa tries to leave and uh, Chuck grabs her hand. He says, please don't leave because he's very vulnerable at this moment. His dad just belittled him in front of everyone and she understands though and so she does stay but But. Blair then sees this again it's not it's not gonna happen it's not gonna fly don't piss off Blair Waldorf Mm -hmm. 
in the main room of the house, Eric and Serena are chatting on the couch and she's like, wait, did you not bring Jonathan? And he says, well, I, I thought it was actually a better idea for me not to, because I don't think that I'm ready for the entire press <laughs> to know my business. So Serena's like, well, duh, valid, valid, of course. So Eric's like, again, Serena, it's not Bart. Like Bart's not the bad guy here. And then Serena realizes, yeah, you're actually right. It's mom. She's the problem. So this is like a really bad time to realize this because a reporter comes like, hey, can we interview you about your family and your family values? And then Serena. So Serena's already heated and she's like, oh, about my family. Let me tell you moments. They want family moments. Family. What was your favorite moments growing up? And Serena goes into how one of Lily's boyfriends, they wanted a winter wonderland. And it was perfect because the boyfriend at the time snorted Coke and there was Coke everywhere. And Lily jumps in and she's like, oh, and she like tried to get in there before Serena again get any of the words out. But like you see Eric too, he's just sitting there. He's like, "Well, that's the truth." So. It was on all the shiny surfaces. It was all on the shiny surfaces. There's nothing I could say about that. Yeah, I can't deny it. Yeah, but then in front of everyone, she tells Lily that you know she thought that Bart was the problem, but it's really you know you've never were around, and I blame you, and just walks away. And Lily's so embarrassed and so hurt. Meanwhile, really quickly, Blair. Hmm. approaches chuck in the hallway she tells him okay i'm bored and this is a boring game the bet's off and the bet's off because i'm bored there's nothing in this for us like vanessa's just beneath us there's no reason to do this he says well why she's she's like uh, he's like oh i i get it you're actually don't want to go through with this because you don't want to have to sleep with me yeah she's like that's not it he's like well then what is it and you can tell it's like because you don't she doesn't want you to like venture into getting vanessa. to know vanessa yeah it's clear and i think i think he's finally catching on at this point but he that he asks her like the real reason but then you know she says forget about it and walks away Elsewhere, Lily and Eric are talking. This was cute. This is a really good scene. Yeah. She says, Eric, you're always my voice of reason. You always tell me the truth. He says, yeah, I know Serena's timing was really bad, but like everything she said was valid. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, but not sorry. I know. It sucks. Uh, But he does say like, you know, you were absent this whole time and now you're going from like zero to Brady Bunch and we just need to find a common ground in between. Like, let's just get back to like, knowing each other and being a family so Lily's like oh that makes sense so he suggests like they bond and go slow go slow yeah back at the party still we have Vanessa going to the coat check trying to find her bag she can't find it anywhere Blair appears with the bag and Vanessa's phone and Vanessa of course is like I know you didn't just mistakenly end up with my bag Blair's like of course not ew this is (laughs) disgusting fake leather but Blair states that she has cleared up all Vanessa's storage on her phone and deleted all of the pictures that she needed to and Vanessa's like what are you talking about she's like I took you know I deleted all the pictures of Catherine and Marcus like let their weird situation be weird for them and now I'm in the clear you don't have anything on me anymore and she says and a a matter of fact you think you're getting to the core of Chuck Bass but just let you know that this was a game the entire time and that he really has nothing feels nothing for you and never cared about the bar Chuck comes over he's like what are you doing and Vanessa 
is obviously upset. Blair says, I told Vanessa about our little plan. So, and it's just, Vanessa's like, of course, of course this is what's happening to me. It's just absolutely awful. But it also, Vanessa had a really good comeback to Blair. Yeah. Like, you just can't stand the fact that Chuck could possibly be a good person when, when he's, he's not around not you. not around you. I loved, Ooh. I loved when she said that. Blair tells Chuck she's still this chess piece and she still destroyed her. So therefore he can win and you won. you've won tonight and I'll see you an hour in my bedroom. Yeah. The prize will be in, in Blair's bedroom. Right. Meanwhile, Serena is out and about. She needed to get some fresh air, needed to get out of there. She needs a friend. She needs a friend. So she decides to go to none other than Nate Archibald's house. <laughs> But Patch is there because he's looking for Nate, wanting to apologize. And so she asks him to sit with her. They both explain why they're there. Like, I needed a friend. And Dan explains, like, I'm trying to help him. Then Serena says, the only person I actually wanted to call is someone who I can't talk to anymore. A.K.A. you. Yeah, you. And he says, well, pretend I'm Nate. He pretended he was me. So it's only (laughs) fair that I pretend that I'm him. Yeah. So she goes into everything about the party and what she said to her mom and how she's just so upset with everything and she does feel badly. But then Dan makes a good point saying that maybe because she's trying to be she's trying to be so perfect because she's so far from being that. Serena's like she's trying to make up for it now too, which is it's not too little, too late because you can never Never. you you should always try and repatch things with your children at this point. But it, it it is it's later in life for no, that these kids deserved better. But really, Lily, I feel, has been doing a really good job. She's trying her best. For the year. Yeah. You know, she really Ever has since done... we've seen Lily on this show, she's only just grown. Yeah, and they have had these conversations before. They have. Not yeah. As much as in depth, but they have. And then, you know, she's like I just want the three of us to be back together. Mm-hmm. We worked at that point. Yeah. Then she apologizes to Padge about their past. Everything. He apologizes. And they immediately after, Bart pulls up in the limo. He's ready to take Serena home. Serena says, well, thank you for talking to me. I'm going to hopefully use what you've said and take it home with me. And she's glad that Nate has a friend like Dan. Yeah. Because he could really use someone like you. So I thought that was... Really Growth. great. That was oh, great. yeah. Yeah. For these two people that had such a history, then had a really bad fallout. Now they're kind of repatching and working on actually being friends. Like actual like friends. Like mature friends. First friend moment of the two of them that we've seen. Right. A, a genuine friend moment. Not trying to push anything. Or the fact that they couldn't talk to each other. Yeah. Right. We have Nate, I'm sorry, Chuck, he goes to see Horace at the bar. He already knows that the deal is off because Vanessa called him and and Horace is so pissed that he allowed Chuck to, you know, manipulate him. He had, he had such a good feeling about him and he was so absolutely wrong. Yeah. And Chuck says, but I'm still willing. I want to save this bar. And Horace just says like, save yourself, kid get out of here. I, you know, I don't need you. But then you see Vanessa come out as Chuck is leaving. She's like, Oh, he actually does care. He does really care. Uh, quickly we go back to the Vander Woodson's bar, takes Serena home. They find Lily and Eric to an empty apartment. (laughs) She's 
she said the party was just done after you left. They're eating the sheet cake, which is hysterical. On just the with, floor. With forks. On the coffee so table. Cute. Yeah. Lily apologizes. Serena apologizes. They have sweet moments together. And she says, I'm so sorry. And Serena says, I know, mom, for what I said. But Lily said, no, for not being a good mother for the first 17 years of your life. And she owns up to the fact that she's always chosen men over her kids. Yeah. Come on, Lily. But so good of her to own up to it. She did. Because she, listen, she could have went back home and Lily could have lost her shit. On she could like, have. How dare you embarrass me? But Lily's owning it. And she's like, I don't care who knows right. how we are. And it was just a really good family moment. Yeah. And she also had that talk with Eric. So yeah. she knows she's in the wrong. Both of her kids have said the same thing. So she's like, okay, I, I realize it now. But I'm more, I want to fix this. I'm, I want to work on it. And then Serena even apologizes to Bart, like, sorry, I misjudged you. And he accepts. I know. He seems like a really pleasant he dude seems right now. He's like, he's fine, you know? He eats. He's, he's good. Joins he's them the and eats the cake. He's sitting on the floor. It's cute. It's very sweet. And so, like, they pan out and the family is eating the cake. My initial thought was, oh, but Chucky's not there. I know. Well, there, you know? it just shows you how much... You know, I, Lily obviously loves Charles. She loves Charles. And Serena and Chuck have definitely formed a relationship. Right. Eric adores Chuck. Loves Chuck. Looks up to him. But Bart is just ashamed of him. It's so sad. It. So to me, I'm like, wow, they're having such progress, such a nice family moment. But then his son is missing. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. We touched upon that Rufus um, sees that Dan brings Nate home and he's there to stay and he's like make yourself at home I love that scene that was so sweet yeah. you don't see Dan and Nate apologize to each other but you just know that like they're on good terms he comes and he's Definitely. gonna stay this last scene was quite quite funny a situation the situation of I feel like we need to paint the picture paint the picture it's, it's a dark room just candles yeah, and Blair is on the bed in lingerie. She looks stunning. Hot. Sexy, beyond sexy. There's, so good. At the end of the bed, there's a bench with mm-hmm. a bottle of champagne. Over ice, glass. of course. Right. And uh, uh, as soon as I see this, I just start laughing. I can't help. It's like I'm an eight-year-old watching no, sex it scenes. was weird, though. Yeah. It's definitely the transition of it was funny because Chuck comes in. They barely speak to each other. He takes his jacket off, throws it on the floor. They start making out. But as they're making out, it's this weird slow-mo freeze frame. <laughs> so we're laughing on commentary. You'll hear us laughing because it's it just wasn't necessary, I felt, for the moment. These are supposed to be two people that absolutely love each other, but they can't say it to each other. And I feel like it like lessened it. Yeah. That they made it freeze framed and silly. But also- Granted, it's not like lovey-dovey scene. No, this and is like I- a bet. You know? Oh, I know. And it is supposed to be awkward in a sense because she's like, what took you so long? Mm-hmm. He didn't come in an hour. Right. Right. To run his little errand. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm going to make you wait. Right. This is going to take a long time. So right there, it's like Chuck is playing his own game he's, now. He's already playing the game. Yeah. They start making out before anything else happens. He says to Blair, I need you to say those three little words that you wanted me to say in the beginning of the school year. She's like, I forget what she says. She's like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Yeah. Are you kidding? He says, say it. She says, I'll never say those words to you. So he says, so then you'll never have me and gets up, 
starts putting his jacket on. She's like, what are you talking about? He says, I have chased you for too long. Now I need you to chase me. And now it's mic drop and he leaves. And he's out. And it's like, okay, good for you, Chuck. However, this is just more pent up. Yeah. You know, what's the word that I'm trying to sexual tension? Like? Yeah. It's just this game that they will keep on playing to see who's going to break first. Mm-hmm. And Blair's going to do everything in her power now to get him to break because right. she has to win. She has to be on top. And Chuck can just be like, I fucking love this because now she's going to chase me. Mm-hmm. I have to ask you, though. Yeah. And a lot of people are wondering if you have any change of opinion in Chuck from this episode. No. No. OK. I think I don't think I have a change of opinion. I think I'm just learning more about him. Right. OK. More sense. character development. Yeah. Perfect. I'm still not like, oh, my God, I love him. I and you it's it's can still take a long time for that because the whole episode and it did turn out because if you hear me on commentary like please Chuck don't go to Blair like I don't want you I want you to prove your point and he did he did to an extent you know it's not like he owned up to it for like he's making very very tiny progress yeah you know he could have said to to, uh, Vanessa look I want to help you out Blair is not happy with what you did. I'm just letting you know now. So like, but he's also a teenage boy. But he's also a teenage boy. He's in love with Blair. He's in love with Blair. He loves his cat and mouse chase. So to him, it's like, there's so many situations where he could be better, but it's like his little friend down there doesn't allow it. Right. You know, it controls, Mm -hmm. but props to him for like not jumping on her in that lingerie because. And well, he did. (laughs) Yeah. Immediately. And and then initially he was like, okay. And he got her excited. He knew exactly what he was going to do when he got in there. He's good. So I, I give him the credit there. And I like, I know, I guess I don't know, but I'm just assuming that they're end game. So it's like, I'm just waiting to see how this all pans out. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Do you blame Vanessa? Do I blame her mm-hmm. for for the way that things turned out in terms of so in my I don't blame Vanessa, but if she didn't use the words blackmail Blair, she probably wouldn't have been in the situation like she wouldn't Blair wouldn't have had to use Chuck to seduce her. I think she like Vanessa wouldn't even have been a thought in her mind. I don't blame this Vanessa. day. Because Vanessa has been a pawn with these kids for yeah, so long. Yeah, she has. So and she's so, like, I'm going to be on your level now. As, right. And especially with the whole Nate thing. I mean, I know Blair tried to solve the problem with Kat. It's just. Yeah. No, I don't blame Vanessa. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to know your opinion. Mm-hmm. So we'll take a break and come back with our segments. Okay. Are you a true crime addict? Do you find yourself talking serial killers and missing persons at parties only to be met with uncomfortable smiles? Well, find your tribe on True Crime Snack Time, a daily podcast that gives you a little true crime snack to chew on. From January 1st to December 31st, you'll find out what happened on this day in true crime. Short, sweet, and chock full of crime. Join me, Allison, on True Crime Snack Time. We're available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Follow True Crime Snack Time on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Crime Snack Pod. And remember, keep your friends close and your snacks closer. Welcome back from break. Going to start with very teeny tiny amount of trivia. I already Itty said bait. one portion is that the movie is uh, this episode is based off the movie Dan in real life. 
This is Jonathan's first appearance in the series, so he is not on the island. Yay, I like him. And this one made me laugh. The episode takes place on a Friday slash Saturday. Oh, thank really? you, Captain Obvious. Thanks so much. Music we had in this episode, Take Back the City by Snow Patrol, One Week of Danger by The Virgins, Snowflakes by White Apple Tree, Psychotic Girl by The Black Keys, Sea Out by Guillemots, and Hard Times by Mildred Anderson. I'm going to go into some questions slash comments. Yes. <sighs> go on Twitter first. We had some sweet messages on there. Roaring Shelly's. Shelly at Shelly 3001. She says, hey, three Gossip Girls pod. Thanks for finding me. I'm listening to the podcast now. And it's so fun that Michelle is watching for the first time because I'm also a Michelle watching for the first oh, time. Oh, hey, girl. Chloe at Chloe Harrits asks what are your predictions for the future of chuck and blair well they're end game that's your prediction yeah okay and we're gonna keep going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth <laughs> finally Until blair will dead. give in <laughs> and i that's yeah that's a very 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 loose very broad. general b- broad prediction uh, we have at dika dika yodada <laughs> sorry if i butchered that uh, they say y'all are doing great a great job. I'm mostly through the pilot. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they also say you're gonna kill me for this comment, but I have to. It's kiss on the lips party, not kiss and tell. And Blair, Dan, and Serena start off the shows as start off the show as juniors. But details aside, y'all's discussion is brilliant and engaging. I will binge the whole thing. Awesome. So we did keep binging because we do clarify that I kept saying kiss and tell and it was kiss and lips party and it was funny. They say also to make up for my blairish comment, <laughs> I will say I'm super impressed with the way you handled the Chuck's th- the Chuck stuff with everything going on in the media right now and Michelle's justifiable reaction. But knowing Chuck's incredible evolution, you handled the delicate balance perfectly. Thanks so much for that sweet comment. Roran Shelley says this in-depth discussion on how the spell Padge is much appreciated. So then she did hashtag Padge Bentley. <laughs> oh my God. So, so I funny. I still never see him as no, I know. Dan it's, it's or hard. his actual pen badge. It takes, it legitimately takes me time pen badge. Like. And it's, it takes me time now too. Well, because I the like other I day we you. were talking about you and I literally said Padge. Padge and I was Bentley. like, no, that's not his name. <laughs> Padge Bentley. But it is his name. Yes. Uh, and at Rachel L. Briggs says, wait, apparently there's a podcast. What? Yeah. But here we are, girl. Thank you for finding us. On Instagram, we have a few messages. One from Caitlin Finor. Finorin. Hopefully I didn't butcher that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time being up on up to date enough to send comments. Eek. I re- rewatched the episode and here's my takeaway. It's mostly word vomit. So just take and leave as you please. We'll take it all. Yes. Chuck has offshore accounts. Like what? You're in high school. But that ascot he was wearing is giving me life. I think I caught a glimpse of S's vag in that red dress. <laughs> Blair looks like a fucking goddess with those pearls. Dan's whole interaction with Jenny about not having guy friends makes him making him then turn into a wannabe jock with all that lingo had me rolling. Also, I've been watching season six and Dan was a lock cuter in season two. 
What? Apparently. How though? The <laughs> Blair. Baby. Yeah, I know. Blair making herself the prize. She just wants to get fucked. Also, who just sits in purple lingerie in their room? Blair is who, and she rocks it. <laughs> so Dan just finds out Nate is poor and evicted, but then lets the dude buy him a drink. Like, come on, you need to be buying him a drink. Hashtag vitamin water. Lily's boobs. Bart sucks balls. Coming from a girl that had a mom that dated many, many men in my upbringing, I see Serena's anger and I feel it, but chicks got to grow up and stop making scenes. Blair's insecurity is outstanding and Chuck tries to act all big and bad, but he's really such a little sensitive boy. Okay, but Blair is slaying in those black lace tights and that red getup. Chuck is much stronger than most men. Headbands. I got to 17 and then I lost count. Too many bitches in the background. 17 in this episode? <laughs> I did not have that many. I did not either. Her quotes that she liked were, we're inevitable Wald- Waldorf. Yeah. Tights are not pants. Oh, I forgot to put on underwear. Sweet bruh. All right. Love it. Bye. I, this is funny because I think you'll appreciate that. I still get confused on if every time Gossip Girl speaks, is it a blast? Right as Block as Block Blair and Chuck make the Vanessa deal, she speaks about the wager. Like, how does she know? And if it's one of them, they weren't typing. So right, <laughs> this is so hard, guys. Yes, she then finishes. Oh, and a question for Michelle: Do you think Blair is going to say "I love you"? If either of them say it at all, who will say it first and when? This is so fun. Can't wait to hear what y'all have to say. Y'all are great, Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you so much, Love Caitlin. your commentary. Yes. The words will be said. It will be Chuck. It will be Chuck. Okay. For 100 freaking... I, I, like, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong, but I would have to... I think it will be Chuck. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this is the same Caitlin, because we did get an email from a Caitlin. She says, this was too long for Instagram. Hi, girls. I listen to the podcast all day at work. All day long at work, so I originally found y'all while looking for a One Tree Hill co- podcast. I am an OG tree hiller, and it's all my all-time favorite show ever, so I've watched it too many times to count. I binged the whole podcast maybe in like two months and loved it. <laughs> Reliving the episodes through new listeners was so much fun, and I remembered every scene y'all were talking about. When I finished the podcast, y'all were maybe just finishing up season one of Gossip Girl, and I had to binge watch... I had binge watched Gossip Girl in college on Netflix. So I was like, oh, I like these girls and I've seen Gossip Girl. So I'll listen to this. Win win. And whoa, how much stuff I had forgotten. I was listening and every new thing y'all mentioned, I definitely didn't remember. So anyways, long story short, I started started Gossip Girl back up again on Netflix so that I could jog my memory and it gets crazy. So much stuff I had forgotten. It is so good. I am on season six and now and y'all are still on season two. Having to wait every week for a new episode is torture after binging all of Tree Hill Talk with no waiting. I can't wait for Michelle's reaction. So yeah, I guess I'm just now finding y'all on social media and reaching out because I have had withdrawals between episodes and just wanted to say hi and that y'all are great. A fan, Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin. (sighs) You have no idea how much it means to us. It's so sweet. Fills up my cup. On Instagram, Allie underscore Luna 28, her comments are, the parental boundaries were not that bad. My curfew was like 1030. Am I the only one that thinks it's weird that Vanessa just shows up on campus to a school she doesn't go to? I also felt that way. (laughs) Right. But again, what we're talking about this week of like, you know, private school, no campus security. I guess no campus security. Oops, I forgot to put on underwear. The bar storyline was boring, but it made me ship Vanessa and Chuck. Vanuck? Chinessa? 
Eric is always dropping truth bombs on Lily. Loved <laughs> it. At this point, how do you all feel about Bart? So we kind of touched upon it before. Michelle's not sure if she he's evil or not. <laughs> I know because I really liked his sweet family moments, but he's just so ashamed of Chuck. Right. It's so really it's like it's sad. really hard. It's, it's really a toss hard. up. Yeah. At this point. Thank you, Allie. Thank you. Shik, as always, has her thoughts and questions. I love that she says this. This episode was straight out of a cruel intentions, at least the Chuck and Blair part. I thought it was sad when Serena just threw it all at Lily, but I think she needed to hear it. I actually like the ending with the four of them eating cake. I also like the scene with Padge and Serena. I don't mind seeing them as friends. I felt bad for Nate and I see he's embarrassed, but I'm glad that the Pate romance is still good and he went to stay with Padge. Agreed. These might be shocking. Don't hate me, but my MVP goes to Chuck. I think that even though he almost went through with what with the bet, he still wants to save that place. And I didn't and didn't give in to Blair. It would be good to finally see her start looking for him for real if she was if she really wanted to be with him. Speaking of Blair, she was my shittiest. Always want to humiliate someone. Even though Vanessa blackmailed her with the photo, she shouldn't stoop so low. Do you think Chuck was about to tell Vanessa what was going on before his phone went off? Yes, we yes, did. Yes, we do. Do you think Chuck will try to apologize to Vanessa? And do you see ha- do you see her accepting his apology? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> He's because when he was at the bar and she saw him the last scene, mm. and he was like, "I'm going to do smile. everything I can to try and save this place." I lost my pen. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> he said, "Like I want to do everything I can to try and save this place," and because he felt a connection there. Yeah. Gosh. I think Chuck would want to apologize, whether he will, because he also has the pride, that Chuck wall. Yeah. But also, hmm, I could see him apologizing, making sure Blair sees it to kind of make Blair Mm. jealous Mm -hmm. and try to make Blair bend to him. But I think he also, it's like, oh, let me have my cake and eat it too, because I'm kind of interested in Vanessa. She is cool. She's totally different than she's what so he's different. ever pursued. But also, hey, like your buddy was into her. Right. That too. Kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they're not really buddies right now. No, I know. So. But I can see that happening. But then it would come off disingenuine. Mm-hmm. But I think he is genuinely. I think he just doesn't know he what doesn't. he thinks. He's he a very doesn't. lost boy. Soul. Yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah. So. Thank you to everyone. Thank you. As always for sending us your questions and comments. Keep we sending them. Love, absolutely love reading them on the podcast. Um, we'll go into our headbands. I had uh, six. Me too. Yeah. 14. 17. <laughs> 17. That's, I mean, I was obviously not paying attention. That I really much. was trying to look in the background. There was that one scene at school at Penelope yeah. and the bitches. And I was like, oh my God. I, me too. But I didn't really see many. That's where like five of them came from. Yeah. Uh, some fashion that you liked. I loved, I actually really loved Lily's red dress at the party. She looked great in that. I loved the pantsuit. Loved the pantsuit. I even, though um, I said before, when she walked down in that like silvery jacket blazer, the first scene. To I, go to school? Yeah, with the I tie. loved that on her. Yeah. I did like Chuck's smoking robe. Yes, <laughs> me too. Jacket. You know, it's his robe. Yeah, I, I liked yeah. that one too. I liked Blair's polka dot dress. Do you notice that one? It was like um, a very quick scene. 
I think Chuck came to her house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, and I was just like, oh, she looks cute. But like very summery. Yes. For it. Uh, I had Lily's like, cream glasses. Me too. I loved those. Those look so good on her. So good. So fashion forward. She would really rock a clear frame. Yeah, she would. She mm-hmm. looks so good in it. An almost hopeful bomber jacket. Yeah, on well, I don't know what that was. At the end, but it wasn't a bomber jacket. It, it, it was like a weird just shirt. It, like well, it was jacket. like a plaid brown and the normal baggy brown off colors. I was like, man, we almost had a fashion moment. <laughs> almost. We had one last week with like the different the V-neck, V-neck shirt. But yeah. And maybe because he was it. standing next to Nate who dressed like Blue's Clues. Yeah. So right. And maybe he looked, looked better. Right. I did like Nate's sweatshirt. It had mm-hmm. like that different bottom to it just like a more stylish like yeah. athletic sweatshirt yeah i also liked blair's white robe oh yeah at her house lace robe uh i liked chuck's maroon suit at the party it was velvet the, right was that I a think velvet it was blazer velvet. it looked really good yeah. on him yeah and i liked um the dress that blair wore to the party as well the red with the black yes. uh, like, brocade on the sleeve mm-hmm. she looked really good in that yeah some quotes did you have any more fashion no quotes who is watching tv on a tv anymore so true which eric brought up a great point and we're like oh my god so relatable and last week i posted the article on patreon about how like this show literally made people watch it like binge watch it on online devices which i wonder if they did that on purpose maybe uh my quotes i have less money for me when you die says chuck Um, tights are not pants. That tights are not pants. And then charity is for diseases and endangered species. <laughs> you know, Cedric would get dirty. Then Dan would have to bathe him. It's really funny because I forgot who Cedric was. I mean, when at first they yeah, said yeah. it, and I was like, oh, right. That was so weird. Yeah. Get her over in the sheets. Yes. Chuck Bass, I will never say those words to you. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I didn't. I knew it would take a miracle. I didn't know it would take Chuck Bass. Yeah. I chased you for long enough. It's time for you to chase me. Bam. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Mic drop. Anything else? Is it not even, it's not a quote. It was just a scene of, I don't know why when Rufy was giving good fatherly advice Mm -hmm. to Padge that they had to eat. The ice pops? Gross ice pops. Yeah, Padges was like bent, melting backwards. We were like, ew, what are they eating? I was eating? like, what the hell is that? And it looked like a rubber hot dog. It looked disgusting. They go into saying they think it's bad, which it looked bad, and how it was Wasn't know, it expired weird? or something. Oh, strange. Like, not necessary, but I get it. They're trying to, like, bond. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, the moment. I'm like, why did we give them ice pops? Right. That were- it could have been anything else. It could have had, like, like spoiled cookies. milk or something. Or just, like, eat or, a yeah, good like, cookie. Yeah, like, just not have something bad. I don't know why I'm so fixated on this. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe because I'm hungry. <laughs> Probably. Like, fermented ice pop. Okay, let's. Gross. Go ahead. Move on. Move on. We're going to go into MVP and shittiest. Mm. These were difficult, but also I'm happy with my choices. I think these people deserve their titles this okay. week. Okay. 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 MVP first. Yeah. Three, Three two, one. Eric. Ah! You did say during commentary that he was I your did. MVP. And I was immediately already thinking that. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be perfect. I mean, just the moment that he had with his mom about like, mom, I'm going to give it to you straight. 
Right. Serena pretty much raised me. Everything yeah. she said is true. Ugh. Our um, your ringtone was since you've since been you've gone. Been gone for you. Ah, yeah, awful. And just how calm he was. He kept Serena calm. He's like, listen, it's it's not Bart. Just we're just Bart's really yeah. trying here to make the family work. Right. He he calmed Serena down and made her realize, like, hey, it's our mom that's been shitty, not this man, and. We have to kind of just, you know, be a family and abide by the rules that they're not so bad. And I believe him. Yeah, me too. And I also respect his decision not to bring Jonathan yes. to the party, even Agreed. though I would love to see him be his true self in front of everyone. But he's just not ready yet. So yeah. it's OK. I'm yeah. sure Jonathan would understand. But well, obviously I he, did. he did. I don't know. But he kind of I don't know. It seemed like Jonathan felt that Bart told Eric he couldn't bring him. So I feel like maybe Eric kind of white lied to Jonathan about it because why I feel like he would have just if Eric was told him the truth. I don't know. Maybe mm. I'm misreading that. Mm-hmm. But. Shittiest. OK. Three, Three two, two, one. Blarina. Wow. OK. I only doesn't know what the hell she's doing right now. She's all over the place. Sully the cat. <laughs> Sully just, the cat. I think she got a second wind. She was just playing with her toy before. She's climbing on everything. Yeah. Those noises you hear are cat trills. Yes. Okay. Uh, I ha- almost had Blair, but I'm like, I understand why Blair does what she- Blair pretty much does the same shit every episode. This is what she does. She manipulates. She's insecure. Yes. She does these things. To right. Try You're to- used to it. I'm used to it. But can- please tell me why Blair- Why you chose Blair. Well, I mean, that I was just, I was like, ugh. Again, don't blame Vanessa, but once Blair hears that I'm going to blackmail you, I'm going to manipulate you. She's like, I need to get the upper hand. And it's like, it's annoying already. It's like, just be different. That's right. I'm like, I'm wanting so much for you because in the beginning of the show, even though she's evil, you still love her wit and her banter and like how clever she is. But at this point, I'm like, girl, you're just too desperate. It's just, it's old and tired for me. That's what it is. Serena, on the other hand, I felt like her actions were justified because I, you know, it's very realistic to see a child that doesn't have a good upbringing. They've pretty much raised themselves. They need parental figures and that very, very crucial part of their lives being teenagers. So she's like, I'm resentful. I, you know, hated the way I grew up and you chose your boyfriends over us. So I felt like her actions were justified. Of course, they weren't great timing because it happened to have embarrassed everyone at the party. But I get why well, you no. would put her as shitty. Yeah, I'm not happy with it. No. I felt like, and I said it off air, I'm like, I'm having trouble picking my shitties because I understand why everyone is acting the way they're yeah, acting. right. I think when it comes down to picking shittiest, it's like who annoyed me more. Yes. Even though that I understand both. So Serena annoyed you more. A little bit, yeah, because of her, I don't know, just her lashing out. Mm-hmm. It's like, I get it. I get Blair, too, but the Blair thing is kind of tired to it me. It is. It's tired. I'm like, yeah. here we go again. You're just getting, this is what you do. But Serena, with acting out at the party, I'm like, it was uncalled for. Right. She didn't have to, like, flip out to the publicist and yeah. the reporter. And, you know, I, yeah. Again, I like understand like trying. It's like trying to put a wild animal in a cage <laughs> when they've never been caged before. Yeah. You can't do that. You got to go slow. Yeah. I also almost wanted to make Lily as my MVP mm. because I like how she came around and owned up to it, and she could have 
reacted way worse right she, she could have been much more but she legitimately felt feels bad and is trying she's trying she is and she's been trying since they've had the talk with her right you know yeah but yeah serena just i don't know and it's funny because so this past weekend we were at your sister's bachelorette yes who's our guest next week is shanna my sister and her fiance yes. are our guests next week so spoiler, spoiler. but definitely send us questions in the comments for that because it'll be fun yeah but it was fun because i was having gossip girl talk with her and her best friend and they were saying who's your favorite who's your favorite I'm yeah. like, i don't have a favorite we are now into season two i still don't have a favorite on this show I, I can say that Jenny's probably your favorite at this moment just because you've picked her so many times for being no, I MVP. Know. And even that is like. But you're loose. not happy with it. I'm not happy with it. And they were saying, well, with this show, you're going to love characters. You're going to hate characters. You're going to love them again. And then you're going to hate them. It again. happens every season. You have a character you hate. The next season, you'll love them. Then it will switch. Like it, it, it truly definitely with this show, I've noticed that. And a lot of people have that to say about it. It's very interesting. They change the, your perspective on people every season. Yeah. So it, it, it does. You'll love this person. And then you'll be like, wait, that was shitty. Now yeah. next season, you're like, oh, I can't stand this person. So it's it does happen. And I'm, I'm interested to see how me too. the flow of every character you'll feel. Actually, at this moment in time, I don't have a favorite either. You know, I, I can recognize and know what's happening and what's going to come. So that's why I feel certain ways about people that you don't necessarily feel yet, which is fine. Well, yeah. AKA I Chuck Bass. No, I know. Like, um, we're waiting for this glow up. It, and I dare me say it, but you may never have the glow up with him. It might just not happen for you. You might just say like, hey, this is just not enough to redeem this character for me. And that's totally cool. I might feel that way again. I mean, not feel that the same way that I did in the past. So I don't have a favor right now. You would have to be visited by the three ghosts <laughs> of Christmas past and show and wake him up how and, to be a better person and wake up the next morning and, you know, there's sing a, with a the lot of growth to come. I mean, obviously there's yeah. six seasons of yeah. the show, so there's a lot to develop. It's just weird. I feel like I'm not rooting for anybody. Yeah, I'm not either. But that's so weird. I mean, I am rooting for Chuck to be a better person. Oh, okay. Because you can tell very, very, very minimally that he has that capability in him. So it's to me, it's very predictable to say like, hey, he's definitely going to change. Well, I mean, as we're watching the episode, obviously I was screaming like, hey, don't do that. Like, I want to see it, but I need to consistently see it. Right. And. Which is, you and you're know, not yet, and that's not yet, and that's okay. But then they were also saying they're, you know, everybody loves to ask, like, who do you think Gossip Girl is? Who yeah. do you think Gossip Girl is? And I'm like, it is really damn hard to pick who Gossip Girl is. So hard. And then they were saying how the person they thought it was wasn't, mm-hmm. and it actually doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. So that really just messes <laughs> with your mind where you're trying to pick who Gossip Girl is every single week. Right. I, I appreciated the talk, and I was like, oh, Got my wheels turning, but to be honest with you, I'm still back at square one. Of course, you it are. really means nothing. And then to them, I turned around. And I was like, "Enough talking," because I don't want you to allude to anything and else. They didn't. No, they, they didn't. didn't. They didn't. But it's like you keep exhausting. Who do you think Gossip Girl is? And even as the audience, like I have said in the past, at this point, you're not really supposed to be predicting if anyone is Gossip Girl. It's just this blog that's out there. So 
at we weren't thinking about that at this time. So for you t- to have to think about it, it's really hard. It is really hard. And I feel for you. Well, thank you. But I still want you to predict who you I think know, Gossip Girl is. I know. Before that, though, yeah. we'll do Patron of the Week. Yeah. And then I'll give you the title and we'll finish and close out the episode. Okay. It's Patron of the it's Week. Patron of the week. Of it's Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the Patron of the week this week. I have announced it on Let's Talk OC on Monday, but this week our patron of the week is our loyal Logan. Logan. She had a wonderful birthday last week and we wish you all the best. She has been catching up on all of our podcasts and she's been sending us, you know, little messages and liking all of our posts on Patreon. And she's like, I'm getting there, girls, and she's taking our quizzes. So it's been fun and we're so happy to have her for these past few years she's been with us for a very long time we love and appreciate all your support so thank thank you for being loyal logan you're the best the title yes for next week and like i said we do have two guests please send us as much commentary as you feel is necessary this is going to be a fun episode um i think it's it's funny because there's a character that comes in that's also on this season of OC. So I think it's really funny that our worlds are going to collide. Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, but the title is called Pret a Poor Jay. <laughs> She's writing down. So this is a Jenny episode. It's a Jenny episode. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that prediction. Mm-hmm. I will confirm that's a very hot prediction. <laughs> okay. So this new character who's coming, I'm pretty sure I know who this is. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the actress's name right now because I'm an awful... Male or female? Female. Okay. Caitlin Cooper. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Yay! Uh, that might be a spoiler. Willa Ford is her name. For Willa Ford. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> that might be a spoiler for well, OC peeps, know, but you know what? Well, hey, listen. Okay. What? Whatever. They don't... Well, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I just said. <laughs> spoiler, it's going to come. Um. Yeah. Okay, so... Maybe this is someone who is hired to work with Jenny at Waldorf Designs. Mm-hmm. Is that what the name of the company is? Yeah, Waldorf Designs. I'm or, pretty for sure that's Eleanor. what it's called. Mm-hmm. And, or, hmm. wait a minute. It was, no, she would be young. Wait, this is 2008. So this is a year after OC ended. Okay, so she's still young. No, yeah, for some reason, like- I got this quick, <laughs> quick thought of like, oh, maybe she's the tutor. Because Jenny's being oh, homeschooled. Okay. But maybe she's homeschooling, like Rufy's giving her what she needs to do and she's taking care of it. But let's just scratch that. Scratch that idea. I think she's either a new hire or a new intern. Okay. She's going to have an attitude. Mm. Jenny's going to have to deal with it. But Jenny maybe will be like, oh my God, I want to hang with her. So then Jenny, this is where Jenny's going to get bad. Because I'm waiting. <laughs> Here's another thing. It's like, it's like, Okay. Chuck gets good, Jenny Jenny gets gets bad, bad. and Vanessa's the worst. And I'm sitting over here, I'm like, Vanessa's actually the best, Jenny's pretty great, and Chuck still sucks. (laughs) So it's like, know very hard. But also, I don't even want you to take those things into consideration, even though I know you've been hearing them over and over and over again, because let you have your own fucking opinion. Well, clearly I do. I know you do. And people like that, because it's different. Because when people come at me, I'm like, well, no, actually. Let me I, tell you why. I said it to your sister, 
and Courtney. I was like, well, right. actually, I really like Vanessa. And they're like, well, and your sis- and Shannon's this funny. My sister hates Vanessa. I know. Burning a burn passion. She did this movement with her hand like you're on a roller coaster <laughs> and you think things are good with Jenny. Yeah. And then it's just going to go down. And I'm like, is it though? Because everyone keeps saying that. And how could Jenny get into trouble? Because she's homeschooled and she's doing some fashion things. So right. maybe this character, Lucy, Lucy, okay. Lucy comes in and <laughs> is going to stir some shit and she's a new hire. Or maybe she's a model. Mm. No, maybe definitely works for the company. Okay. And she's a bad influence. Bad influence on Jenny. Mm-hmm. Great predictions. Am I not giving you anything? Warm, hot, <laughs> tepid. <laughs> You're warm. Warm. Cool, 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 cool. You're pretty warm. Uh, So with that information, everything that you've seen this episode and prior, who do you predict is Gossip Girl, working for Gossip Girl, tipping off Gossip Girl, any and all of the above, just so you have a little something, something for the peeps. Penelope. Penelope. She's my, I know guys, I know you're like, oh, really, (laughs) Michelle? Like what a cop out. She's a bitch. I mean, I could always go back to it's Kristen Bell. It is Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell is going to show up and be like, huh, surprise, it's me. Obviously, she wouldn't be Kristen Bell. It would, it would be someone else. Someone that Kristen Her Bell playing. is playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Penelope. Penelope. Penelope's just awful. <laughs> Yelling at that girl, making her cry. Yeah. I mean, it would be a really good twist if it was like Nellie Yuki. Love Nellie Yuki. Getting like just getting revenge. She's like, everyone thought I was a nice girl. Yeah. <laughs> and that we but see her like we zoom out and she's on her computer with her glasses and like <laughs> I love <sighs> Yeah. That would be a really, really, really That would be a good twist. Good twist. I think so too. If you want, you could put like Penelope, but also hopeful that it's Nelly Yuki. Okay. <laughs> like maybe I should start putting who I hope it is. Okay. Instead of who I sure. think it is. Let's do that. Nelly Yuki. I can't make it an adult. That's really sad if adults did this. It would be sad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Dorota knows everything. She could be Gossip Girl. She totally could be Gossip Girl. But she's so nice. Hey, let me... She loves Blair. Oh, I just had, like, a weird... It's like the the narrator Mm -hmm. is Kristen Bell. That's the voice, yes. That's the voice, but it's not actually... See, here's here's what's weird, okay? (laughs) So, if Gossip Girl's an actual person... And then we meet them. And they have a different voice. Isn't that confusing for the audience? You mean the tone of voice? No, like the voice. <laughs> like, you know how there's like a narrator? Yeah, I know. I mean. And then you meet them. The way that they reveal this person. Oh, my God. Is not it like confusing. a weird. They manipulate their voice. So it's into a machine. Yeah. I'm really getting into That's it. That's great. No, because it's like the only person you're hearing is us. So you can get really into this weird thought. I, just, I love I just where your head's lo- No, at. I just lost all of our listeners. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Guys, if you're still here, let us know. If you go to the end of the episode, just DM us a little poop emoji. Yeah. Just to say, I made it. Made it to that shit that statement, part. Michelle. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. It wasn't shitty. I love where your head's at. You need to make these predictions to make it make sense to your, to make it make sense to you. It so, sounds like I'm crazy, though. 
I don't think you sound crazy. Okay. It's like a true crime. You know, someone manipulates their voice and you're like, oh my God, this person, it's been this person this entire time. It's crazy. Is, is it Eric? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes I wish, I think I'm going to trick list by being like, oh no, God, let's be I relatable would, and talk as girlfriends. I would like, be so devastated if I slipped up and said that to you, at least in season two. Hey, if for some, and I'm not saying I have, but. If when we continue as we continue the show and I find out who Gossip Girl is, mm-hmm. should I keep that secret to myself or should I share that with you? Maybe share it with me. Okay. Just so I can, just so I know mm-hmm. that you know. And because then you'd be like disingenuous in your reactions of things, you know? Yeah. Well, I'd still be shocked on how we get there. We, You would 100% be like, wait, what? So... I don't know. Don't worry. That hasn't happened. Just like a hypothetical of like, what do I do, mom? What right. happens if I find I out information? Do I come to you or do I, I just keep it in? I think you should tell me and I will be disappointed. But also people rewatch the show over and over again and are like, how? Now that I know this, how? Well, that's it. Shannon was saying. Right. So it might be even more fun. You'd be like, wait, let's figure this out because this makes zero fucking sense. Oh, see. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway. Okay. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> uh, check us out on social meds. We are three gossip girl pod pretty much everywhere. We also have a Gmail account. If you like what you're hearing and you want to give us a little five star review on iTunes, that'd be super cool. Awesome. You can also leave us reviews other places. I know a lot of you don't have Apple podcasts. So if you have an Android figure out a way to leave us a review somewhere else um i believe iHeartRadio has reviews on there if you also want to join our little patreon family you get your bonus episodes you get the episodes without ads and you can get them early fun stuff over there our little community we love each and every one of you guys definitely check us out at it takes three network.com with the number three and we will see you guys next week with our guests Chad and Ryan. So exciting. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. Girls.